ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Grab a red shirt. Flash your W's. It's Game Day Wisconsin. David Gilrath from the three. 
15 top 20 opponents. You open the season against a conference opponent like Penn State. You go down to Chicago a couple of weeks later, take on Notre Dame. You just started off a way you don't want to. So this yep. sl this year's slate, it's fresh. They're 0-0. Zero and zero, And it's a little bit e easier of a ride here these first three weeks. They open tonight with Illinois State, an FCS opponent, not even an FBS opponent. Would you would you rather have them start out the way they did last year? Let's let's talk about the team. We're talking the team that they have going into tonight's game. Yeah. Would you rather have this team go up against the teams that they played against prior, like last no, year, Penn this. State, Notre Dame? You want this non-conference? No, football. I want the tune-up. Right? Look, Ooh. and I think it all it all surrounds the confidence and yes. presence of quarterback Graham Mertz. Right? And that's something we'll hit on a ton the next two hours as you're rocking with us here on ESPN. With Wisconsin College Game Day. Alex Stroke, Molly Brand with you live from Regent Street. It all rides on Graham Mertz. So I'd rather Graham Mertz see a couple softballs, right? You know, Illinois State, Washington State, New Mexico State. These are not Power 5 opponents. These are not yep. Big Ten opponents. These are opponents that Wisconsin should take out the shovel early and bury them. And the line reflects that today. Wisconsin favored by 36 and a half Yee! points. It's Holy gone up. Lord, that's more than five touchdowns, right? I mean, we are talking about a ginormous line today and a ginormous favorite in the direction of the Wisconsin Badgers. So I'd rather have this schedule, Molly. And it seems like you might be disagreeing with me. You like the, you know, you like being battle tested. And there's, so, there's totally something to be said about being a battle tested team. But I'd rather be in the hunt for the college football playoff. I'd rather raise my hopes, even though I know they're going to get crushed on September 24th when Wisconsin travels hey, to Columbus, hey, hey. Ohio. Hey. But I'd rather have a tune-up, be 3-0 going into Ohio State, be recognized as a top 15, top 12 team in the country, and then you can have your hopes destroyed. <laughs> okay, but what are these games, exactly what you just talked about, how is that going to prepare them when they go against Ohio State? Yeah. Well, like, they're no, number two. No, it's it's totally. I mean, they're on a different Come on. level. Ohio State's on a different level. We can agree on this, yes. right? It's Alabama. It's Ohio State. And it's everybody else in the college football landscape this year here in the 2022 and season. And Georgia up 28 to three over Oregon right now. Yes, but I yes. mean they're good, but they lose what eight <laughs> of the 11 starters of their defense against yes. Georgia. So we'll see what they are. But I view it as Alabama, Ohio State, and everybody else. So yes, mm -hmm. I know they're on a totally different level. Yep. But how this gets you prepared for that is hopefully you see Graham Mertz throwing the ball more. We we I, I found this stat yesterday, Molly. I got to bring it up again. It's so fascinating. When Graham Mertz throws the ball over 30 times, he's 0 6 in his career as a starter at the Wisconsin, with the Wisconsin Badgers. When he throws the ball under 30 times, he's 15 1. His only loss to Michigan a year ago, and he got hurt in that game. So, why the heck would you want him to throw the dang ball? Get comfortable because those games where you're 0 and 6, we're throwing the ball 30 times. You're coming from behind, right? Mm -hmm. you, you, you're trying to catch up. You're, you're, you're obviously down, whether it's 7, whether it's 10, whether it's 14. You're going to be against Ohio State. We can yeah. realize that right now, right? Let's get the 0-6 monkey off Graham's Mer Graham Mertz back the next week, two, three weeks. Let's have him throw the ball more and more, get him experience, get these wide receivers who, by the way, they've got two brand-new starters. Chimray DK, he's seen some time, but he's the number one guy in that yep. room now. Skylar Bell is in that room now. Keontes Lewis, guys that haven't seen the field, um, are, are going at, you know, are, are the top wide receivers on this team now. So let's get them some reps. Let's get them comfortable. So when they go to Columbus, Ohio, to take yep. on second-ranked Ohio State on September 24th, they're ready to go, right? They, they understand what it means to be targeted five, six times a game. 
that's what I want to see. I don't think we're going to see it. I think we're going to see Graham and pound down your throat against Illinois State tonight. Yep. I think Graham, or Braille and Allen, rather, the 18-year-old beast of a running back tearing dog. up Big Ten defenses, dog, is going to have three <laughs> touchdowns in the first quarter. Like, that's what I actually but expect, but I would love to see Graham Mertz slinging it. But wouldn't tonight's game, of all games, you're at home, you're at Camp Randall, you have the night game going on, you're against an opponent like Illinois State, wouldn't tonight be the game that you do test Graham Mertz? You don't just rely solely on Braylon that's what I'm saying. I would love to see that. That's what I want to see, Molly. I'm with you on that. But, I, look, Paul Chris' offense, it's often called one-dimensional, yep. right? I mean, this is a But this would be the night team. to change it. Like, that's I, what I'm. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm begging for it, Molly. I want Graham Mertz to just sling tonight. And, yes, he's due for a few turnovers. But let's keep in mind, it's Illinois freaking state. Hey, Molly, trivia question for you and all you Badgers fans, whether oh, you're driving to Camp Randall or just hanging out with us. Graham Mertz, his opening game, he threw five touchdowns. Everybody reflects on that game. The opponent in that game was? Illinois. And now they got? Illinois State. So maybe it's a thing with Illinois schools. Maybe Graham Mertz can go out and throw five touchdowns in the first half tonight. Because, look, there, this, this will be, in my opinion, and I don't, I, don't, I don't want to call it a professional opinion, but it is an opinion. Yep. I think this will be the softest defense they see all season, right? The only FCS okay. school they play all year. This should be the easiest game on their schedule. It's a cupcake game. It's, it's, it's what they call a trap game in the biz, but yep. this ain't a trap game. If Wisconsin's not blowing them out by 14, 17 points by halftime, I'll be shocked. I'll be taken aback. I'll be, I'll be firing off some hot takes uh, on the ESPN Wisconsin College game day <laughs> postgame show, right? Like, I will be frustrated if they're not up by two scores, if not three scores at halftime of this game. Yeah, but I would agree. We'll see. I mean, the, the, the tough part is, to go back to the one-dimensional point, is I don't know if they trust Graham Mertz. I don't know if they want Graham Mertz out there throwing the ball 25 times, right, 30 times. But if that's the case, he shouldn't be your guy. But like, then who is? And that's I, the issue. And, I understand. And, and I mean, There's not a whole lot of depth, especially with losing Chase Wolf this past week. I get it. But come on. He's your four-star <laughs> recruit. Like, he is your guy. I, It's... <sighs> yeah, no. I, I, we, it's a new season. We're still, we're already frustrated with Graham Mertz. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe okay. he's a new quarterback because when we talked to him at media availability the last few weeks, like it, he, this guy oozes confidence. He oozes confidence, and whether that's earned or not, that's up to you to decide. But he oozes it, and he's ready to go. He talk, he speaks very highly of this wide receiver room and the new offensive coordinator, which may change things. And Bobby Ingram, yep. who comes from the Baltimore Ravens, now the offensive coordinator here in Madison. This could change the dimension, right? But Ingram said multiple times he doesn't want to reinvent the wheel, but he wants to put his players, and, they, and Paul Caristo always says this, right? I want the best 11 on the field. Bobby Ingram wants to take those best 11 players and put them in the best position to score, gain first downs, right? Mm -hmm. play, a, play a solid turnover-free ball game. Yep. So I'm interested to see if Bobby Ingram, his addition to this coaching staff, changes anything dimension-wise for this Wisconsin offense. It'll be certainly the number one thing I'm looking for in the first quarter against Illinois State. Yeah, and I – the guy that I'm also interested in, and I know that I feel like fan, like as fans we think we know him, Braylon Allen. Yeah. Because dog. he's – Dog. Dog. I keep thinking that's Hunter. Whatever. <laughs> I've, He's 18, right? We he know is. that. He's he not is. 17 anymore. He's no, a man. No, he can see a rated R movie now. Yep. <laughs> That's so weird. I'm a man. I'm 40. That's Braylon Allen <laughs> to, these, to these defenses he's seen in the next couple weeks. But it's just going to be so interesting, I think, to see if he performs the same way that he did last year. I don't have any doubts that he will, but I'm just so interested to see 
how different of a player is he going to be? Is he going to be better? I expect him to be better because he's been in this offense now longer. He's probably gotten bigger, stronger, faster, better at it. It's just going to be insane to see him to taking that number one role because he didn't start out that way last year. He was second to Chesma Lucy. Right. And, so. and now they look at this three-headed monster. And, and something I want to get into maybe next segment, Molly, is Braylon Allen, Chesma Lucy, Isaac Arendo. Mm -hmm. Braylon Allen being the one that says, hey, I think we're a lot like that backfield you saw 10 years ago with James White, Melvin Gordon, and Monte Ball, who will actually be honored today at Camp Randall Stadium on mm -hmm. Barry Alvarez Field, the first wow. game they have with Barry Alvarez Field. Uh, the three straight Rose Bowl teams from 10, 11, 12 awesome. will be honored today uh, at the uh, at the Badgers Illinois State home opener. So kind of a fun add, add to that uh, mix as, as those comparisons have been being drawn between Allen, Malusi, and Garenda to Ball, White, and Gordon kind of fun to bring up and maybe that we'll get cool. into that now i like that hey you saw the new stadium right well new addition to the stadium yeah the new south end zone project How was it? uh it's terrific i mean well first off something i've said many many years <laughs> um is they should sell alcohol in camp randall stadium right it's happening everywhere as we are presented by coors light the coors lights are being uh are being consumed here at our tailgate flowing. on regent street they're flowing indeed <laughs> but that's an addition, right? And then it's for the it's for the sponsors, it's for the partners, the seating. There's actual seats. It's not bleachers. It's it's a terrific setting for maybe some of the older fans, some of the some of the people that don't want to be part of the uh, necessarily the jump around in the bleachers and with the fan section. So it's super neat. I wonder uh, if they're gonna jump around now that you say the, that. Yeah, they, <laughs> they probably will, and hopefully it doesn't collapse, being a brand new building. But there's a floor on there with eight huge TVs. Oh. I'm talking huge TVs, and we've got a huge screen here at our tailgate, brought to you by Celebrations entertainment they've got eight of those on a floor Ooh. in uh in camp Randall. i'll show you a picture during the break it's, yeah. it's incredible so the new south end zone terrific just enhances the game day experience for the fans that will be sitting there in camp randall and people are going to be sitting there tonight molly as college football is back wisconsin illinois state tonight at camp randall stadium we're leading you up all the way to kickoff and we'll be with you immediately following the final whistle as well. She's Molly Branham, Alex Grove, live from Regent Street on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Hunter Vaughn running the show. We are brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Pella's wide range of beautiful wood designs can be painted, stained, or unfinished to complement any decor, all with superior craftsmanship, leaving no hassle or mess. Just perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, put no money down, make no payments, listen to this deal, and be charged zero interest for up to 24 months. Let me read that one more time. With Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, put no money down, make no payments, and be charged zero interest for up to 24 months. And that expires at the end of the month. It's only September deal. Certain restrictions do apply. See showroom for details. Visit PellaWI.com for more information. That's P-E-L-L-A-W-I.com for Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's get into that running back debate. What would this backfield look like for the Wisconsin Badgers with the three-headed monster of Braylon Allen, Isaac Arendo, Ches Malusi? What will they do tonight? We'll get into it next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day right here on ESPN Wisconsin. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The bird might be the word, but college football are the words 
of this Saturday afternoon. How you doing, everybody? ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day rolls on live from Regent Street. Alex Strofe, Molly Brown with you. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day and me, Alex Strofe, are fueled by Mountain Dew. Try Mountain Dew Zero Sugar today. And, you know, you can get it anywhere, right? It is brand new. Mountain Dew, zero sugar, all the Dew, zero the sugar. Mountain Dew, a proud partner of the Wisconsin Badgers. Let's do so the good. Dew. Let's do the Dew. Do game day. Do game day. Do game day crew, your run form, around Madison. Yeah, I used former, to do it. Your former crew. Tell me about that because I've never Ooh. been out there. So, like, you just go find the drunk, you know, people, and you tell them to yell stuff about Mountain Dew. Is that how that works? Pretty much, you know. Uh, I go, like, you go around. You got T-shirts. You got swag. Tell to them give to away sober up with a Mountain Dew. Pretty much. I'm like, here, <laughs> take this. It will help rehydrate. Get some photos. Get some videos. Ooh, good it. times going around Madison. Oh, my gosh. You would go. Literally like we would go. I want it. I don't even know. That way towards Camp Randall, towards Memorial Union, all over. Great times. I love it. Great times indeed as the party rolls on here live from Regent Street on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The crowds are mulling. The bars are filling up. Our tailgate is filling up as uh, the Coors Lights being consumed and crushed. The Mountain Dews, too, as I'm having a Mountain Dew right now as we roll on. So I wanted to have Molly Brown, Alex Strope with you, Molly, a, a conversation okay. ar around the backfield, right? Braylon Allen, Chesma Lucy, Isaac Arendo. Braylon Allen earlier this summer makes a post on Instagram. It's a picture of those three aforementioned current running backs. And then the second picture on the Instagram post is a picture of Monte Ball, friend of the show, Melvin Gordon, James White. Awesome. It's awesome. Those are high expectations. That's mm -hmm. the best three-headed monster to co ever come through what I like to call RBU, running back university, the University of I think Wisconsin. you and a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Braylon Allen showed some amazing flashes in his freshman season a year ago. Only yep. 17 years old for the majority of the season. Was tearing up Big Ten defenses like he was a grown man. He's a man. He's 40, right? Like I'm a man. I'm 40. That's what he looked like against these Big Ten defenses yep. a year ago. I imagine he can do a lot of the same, assuming he remains healthy here in 2022. Ches Malusi, Isaac Rendo, the other two, same note. They were unable to remain healthy. That's how Braylon Allen really gained that starting opportunity. But yep. these other two, if they can remain healthy, this could be the best backfield in the nation. Should it remain, though, the main identity of this Wisconsin offense? Running the ball 80% of the time, 75% of the time, whatever it winds up as, I mean, this is a run-heavy team. It has been for a very long time, and even with the backfield this good. But wouldn't you like to see a little bit more air action from this Wisconsin offense? See, and I don't, I don't mean for this to sound harsh. I just Here don't know. Go. I just don't know if Paul Chris is the coach that can make that happen. Hmm. I get it. He has coached quarterbacks that have played in the NFL. Yeah. I understand all that. But they're not, like, top star quarterbacks in the NFL by any means. So I don't know if Paul Chris is the guy to change the idea of Wisconsin from being a RBU to being a QBU. Like, Fair. it's I'm not expecting Graham Mertz to be anything great or special this year. And that doesn't mean it's necessarily that they're going to be awful. They're just still going to rely on the run-heavy offense that they always have, in my opinion. But it will be interesting because, like you said, new offensive coordinator, all the things. Yeah. Exciting times. But I just don't mm, I don't think they're going to deviate too much from that three-headed monster like you said. Because no. how do you when you have guys like that, too? No, exactly. And that's the biggest point, right? How do you when you have a backfield comprised of those three guys? 
it'll be interesting to see what the role is tonight. And that's mm-hmm. something we're going to continue to talk about because I, I, you and I agree. We'd love to see Graham, this be the Graham Mertz game. Let the guy get loose, ease into his third year, second full season yep. as a starter, and really just get comfortable with this offense. And there's new offense, right? We brought up the addition of offensive coordinator Bobby Ingram. What different complexities does he add to this Wisconsin offense that has been traditionally so run heavy? It'll be very interesting to see. This is our first taste of that with Bobby Ingram as the offensive coordinator for this Wisconsin team. I'm, I'm, I'm terrifically excited to see what the heck happens tonight. It's going to be a blowout. And, and I, I, I feel very, very strongly about that, right? And maybe this is me jinxing it. That sometimes they call this a trap game. So. It's an FCS opponent. It's an FBS opponent. Yes. And it's Wisconsin, who is the 18th-ranked team in the nation. This is not Iowa and whoever the heck they were playing today. Honestly, uh, I didn't even look. And I'm a, I'm a Hawkeye fan. Iowa was up 5-3 to three in the fourth quarter. It was 5-3. to three. In and the that's fourth not a joke. quarter? That's not South a joke. South Dakota State Jackrabbits. South Dakota State. Thank you, Hunter. Hold As, on. Uh, what was the final there, Hunter? Do you know the answer to that? Um, I believe they ended up actually scoring a touchdown. Or, no, it ended up being 7-3. to three. So they got a touchdown's <laughs> worth, but they ended up doing field goal in the first quarter and then a safety in the third and in the fourth. Why so two safeties? Yeah. That's incredible. It was and, a baseball and was, game. And at Kinnick Stadium. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow. so, but, but I don't see it playing out this way, right? South Dakota State, Iowa, that's, that's a different ballgame. And I would like to point something out real quick. I'm getting this take off before I, Iowa turns it on because they're going to be a good team. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Give me a good Hawkeye take. Well, everybody keeps saying this Wisconsin road schedule, it's so brutal, right? You go to Ohio State, you go to Michigan State, you go to Northwestern where traditionally you haven't played well, and you go to Iowa all in the same season. It's a four-loss season. Come on. This is the Hawkeye team you're scared of. They scored two safeties. Defense looks good by all means. But you know who else has a very good defense, Molly Brown? Who? The Wisconsin Badgers. They do. And you know who has a very good backfield and pretty solid, I think, at least what I've seen so far, wide receivers? Let's hear it. The Wisconsin Badgers. Okay. And you know who has also not only been dubbed RBU, but OLU, Offensive Line (laughs) University? Who's that? Tell me. The Wisconsin Badgers, (laughs) Molly Brown. So, the Ohio State game is tricky. Yeah, even maybe the Michigan State game a little tricky. You know, I the was... Iowa Hawkeyes in a couple months, psh, I'm not worried about it. Can't okay, wait. I... Oh, go ahead. Can't wait. Oh. Bart Scott. Oh, I thought that was Hunter. I'm not hearing great. But, okay, this Iowa team, I will say, does not scare me too much for the Badgers. Sorry, I hear a song that I really like, and I just want to sing it out loud. But this go Iowa ahead. team doesn't. It's, it's Wisconsin College game day, Molly. <laughs> sing us a little karaoke then. A little Kane Brown. Ooh. Um. <laughs> but but the Badgers traveling to Kinnick Stadium does not scare me. Even watching the Michigan State play Western Michigan last night, yeah. granted I only watched up until like a little bit of the third quarter, they were letting them drive it down the field. They just got lucky with a couple interception fumbles. So even Michigan State I'm kind of feeling okay about. I think the biggest one is the Ohio State game. Uh, Northwestern, I think Wisconsin just gets in their head when it comes to that game. Because, like you said, historically they haven't played well there. So I think that one's pretty intriguing. But I don't know. I'm not in the camp of four losses. Three I'm trickling on. I think this team is better than we're giving them credit for. And we'll continue to dive into that here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Alex Strofe, Molly Brown with you live from Regent Street. Best college town in the world, man. I mean, it is just a party down here. People are mulling. We're less than a half mile away from Camp Randall Stadium. See the flags. Yeah, you can see the flag. I mean, you can see Camp Randall from here. Beautiful spot we're in. We're seeing the people roam around, the Coors lights being crushed, and the party indeed being had. 
Uh, as we look at this schedule, though, and we talked about it last segment a bit, but I want to bring it back up. The, the, the easing into the tougher point of the schedule, right? You, <laughs> Molly Brown currently lip syncing. Like, that's not going to throw me off, Molly. Uh, as you open the schedule, right? You, you get Illinois State today. You get Washington State next week. You follow up three straight home games, New Mexico State, non-Power 5 opponents, non-Big 10 opponents. It's 3-0 record to start. I think, right? Like, you might have some trouble next week against Washington State. You might have some trouble in two weeks against New Mexico State. You should have no problems at all, even with it being the first game of the year tonight against Illinois State, an FCS opponent. Mm -hmm. I I, I view this ramp-up period so crucial to the season's full results because I just went over some of the tough road games they face. And, of course, to cap off the regular season, the Badgers do host Minnesota, who beat them last year in that Axe game, final regular season game of the season. You got to use this as a tune-up. You got to see what you're made of. And you know what? I think we're going to learn tonight, Molly. There's a lot about what this offense will look like moving forward. We're going to see a lot of run heavy, yes. But what exactly is Graham Mertz capable of? Because I think even through a year and a half, if Graham Mertz is the starting quarterback for the Wisconsin Badgers. Nobody knows the answer to that question. What is Graham Mertz really made of? I don't know. And I don't know if this game is going to tell us anything. I don't know if it's going to I don't know if he's going to tell no. us anything up until Ohio State. And even that, that's difficult to tell because he's going against Ohio State, right? Right. But like that is going to be the first team that I think truly tests him and doesn't just give up an easy game. Right. So, I don't know if these first 3 weeks are going to tell us anything. I'm almost kind of thinking about him kind of like Jordan Love in the preseason. Oh, a little Packers reference here. Yeah. Because we looked at Jordan Love And I think everybody could say he looks better than he has in the past. He looked more confident. He looked like he could throw the ball down the field. He looked better. I think that's what we're going to get out of Graham Mertz. But I still think that people are going to say he's not great. He's not where he needs to be to lead this team as a quarterback. Yeah. But he's going to look better. In my opinion, I think. That's what I'm hopeful for. I think I'm just hopeful. No, I think we're, <laughs> I think we're both being optimistic, right? Because this is the optimistic period. And right. then they're going to drop a game, and we're going to be totally pessimistic and think, you know, the world is ending for the Wisconsin Badgers. <laughs> it happens every season, Molly. But not my first rodeo. We did this a year ago. <laughs> we did it the year prior. Every season since 2017 where they were in the Big Ten championship game against Ohio State. Yep. It's been, oh, boy, the world is burning after that first regular season loss. Let's hope it's a few weeks before we get there, though, unlike last year where the Badgers opened up the season with the loss but even that to Penn one, State. Even that one, though, I mean, they were one turnover away from winning that game. You can't even look at that game and think of it as a negative. They were so close. Yes, it sucked the way that they did lose, but they were close. And Penn State, in my opinion, was a good team. So, uh, I don't know. But I am looking forward to this game. I'm interested to see what Graham Mertz does. I just don't know if these first three games are really going to tell us anything. So, we're standing on the sidewalk on Regent Street in about <laughs> seven or so. But the uh, city of Madison just walked past. Molly, are you wanted for anything? Is there something else? Uh, no, they're of? probably coming for you, honestly. Yeah, no, that's not my. Duck and a, cover. Might not be a false point, but I'll tell you, maybe they're coming for the free food that we've got Ooh. here at our tailgate from our great friends at Liberty Station American Tavern and Smokehouse, which isn't just a barbecue restaurant. Fish fry, walleye, and vegetarian options also available, and they have a menu that is sure to please everyone. Liberty Station smokes their meats daily with a 1,000-gallon custom smoker. 1,000 gallons—that's a lot custom smoker giving you the freshest experience possible enjoy happy hour with daily discounts on both food and drinks at their large bar with 20 draft tra- taps and multiple tvs to watch the big game they've got a sprawling patio with an indoor and outdoor porch area too and when you go to 
Liberty Station American Tavern off the Beltline on Rimrock Road. Be sure to mention Cheers to Bucky. Again, Cheers to Bucky. You'll get 15% off all your food. Ooh. Liberty Station off the Beltline on Rimrock Road. It's delicious. We were there last year after the Badgers Eastern Michigan game. It was a party. We were out on the patio. It was great. I love Liberty Station American Tavern. And uh, we got a commercial break coming up. So I'm going to go try to pound some uh, of the food that's, that's over here Ooh. to my left from Sounds Liberty like Station idea. American Tavern and Smokehouse. Big schedule to appear. Vitaly Pasetsky going to join us next in person here on Regent Street as we roll on at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. College game day rolling on live from Regent Street. It's the home opener. I'm so jacked up as the 18th ranked Wisconsin Badgers play host to Illinois State. Kickoff about an hour and a half away. Got to tell you, though, about our friends over at Canopy Wealth Management. Jump around is a tradition for your Wisconsin Badgers, but at Canopy, they also carry a long-standing tradition of working in the best interests of their clients every single day. They're rooted in the community, which is the oldest club. The Madison Capitals, kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. They're a fiduciary, which means they strive to work in the best interests of their clients, providing you with the tools and research sources you need to achieve your goals. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with Canopy Wealth Management today. Alex Strofe, Molly Brown with you here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Excited to be joined now by a legend. He's a kicker. And you know what they say, <laughs> kickers are people too. The great Vitaly Pacheski with Pesetsky rather is with us live from Regent Street. So you're from New Jersey, Vitaly, you're back in Madison. I imagine you got to be even more jacked than I am for game day. Yeah, well, I'm originally I'm from Moscow, Russia, and then we moved to New York City uh, in the early 90s and I fell into football by accident and ultimately ended up here, which was the best thing that ever happened to me. But yeah, excited to be back, and uh, let's, let's go get him. Okay, so now I need to know the story. <laughs> right. how, how, how does a Russian kid it. ending up in NYC turn into a kicker at the University of Wisconsin? What, I, what was that journey like? Yeah, so I played, uh, I was a pretty good soccer player growing up in, 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 in Russia, and when we moved to uh, New York, just couldn't really find anything uh, compatible to the level that I was accustomed to. And uh, my high school that I just happened to be at was kind of a powerhouse in football, and they kept talking to me about, well, you know, how far can you kick the ball and this and that, and there might be uh, a full scholarship in it for you. And I wasn't, I thought there were BS in me, to be honest with you, the whole <laughs> wow. way. Um, and then you know, I figured I'd give it a try, and uh, first couple of games I realized I, I guess I'm kind of blessed to be able to kick that ball as far as I, as, as I was able to. And ultimately, that did turn into uh, a bunch of offers, and I picked Wisconsin. No kidding. That's yeah. so awesome. What about Madison? And you're back here, and, and we were talking off the air a little bit. You're bringing your your, your kids here, your yeah. youngest son or yeah. middle son, you said, six years old. Going to see Camp Randall for the first time. What, A, originally brought you to Madison? What, what, what you know, triggered, okay, I need to be here? And, B, what keeps bringing you back? What's so special about it? Probably, uh, if you compare me to most recruits, uh, it, it's the opposite, right? So you know my background. I remember landing in Madison in the middle of December. It was cold. Oh, it I was bet. snowing. It was beautiful, and I missed it all growing up. And I was like, <laughs> "This is this is the place," you know. And uh, we had a bit of a pipeline from my high school. We had okay. a couple of guys that played uh, in the uh, early '90s, I guess. And uh, 
you know, I just I was just sold immediately. They, something about Coach Alvarez, obviously, and uh, and the program and how they just took me in. I had a trip lined up to Syracuse the very following weekend, and I canceled it. And wow. within a couple of weeks, I was a student at UW. So, no kidding. Yeah. That's crazy. So you played from 97 to 2000, correct? Correct, yep. Do you have a favorite memory from football here at UW? Well, I feel like those are, you know, I might be partial, but those are the golden <laughs> years, right? Back-to-back -back Rose Bowls. Yep. And it's actually kind of funny because I used to, I used to be able to meaningfully say I was part of the uh, the only uh, Big Ten back-to-back -back Rose Bowl winning uh, team, right? And then I was talking to somebody a couple of months, a couple of weeks ago in, in Colorado, and I had to stop and say, "Wait, this is the last year I can say this with the addition of UCLA and USC." Yeah, no which, kidding. Which, so now I'm gonna have to say legacy Big Ten uh, Rose Bowl right. team, right? But um, no, to to be able to make those memories and. And now coming back with uh, so many of my former teammates still, uh, you know, involved and engaged with the football program and athletic department, starting with obviously Chris McIntosh and uh, and all the guys on the um, you know the coaching staff uh, on the football team. So it's uh, take a lot of pride in it. Uh, we've, we've we've certainly built something that's lasting and evolving, and it's awesome to see. Yeah. Vitaly yeah. Pasetsky with us here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We're live from Regent Street. And Vitaly, uh, you know, looking back at, at that era, right, UCLA, you mentioned it. i got to ask your opinion because you're like, the legacy Big Ten, what, what are you making this expansion? Out of the West Coast teams, I still can't believe it, uh, to the Big Ten here in a couple of years, USC and UCLA. It's cool, but it's also a little wacky. You know, I'm my own, I'm my own man here, so I can speak freely. I, I'm a <laughs> traditionalist, you know. To me, Big Ten football is Big Ten football. And, and you know, I understand where this is all going. Uh, i either evolve or die and go with it or or die again right yeah. so i understand it's good for the university it's good for a conference um but i do have questions hopefully i'm proven wrong in the over a long period of time with the direction <laughs> of college football and athletics with nil and, and conference expansion again i'm a traditionalist no I, I i tend to fall with you and it's just it's it's an odd right like yes. if you're adding like a notre dame at least geographically right. it makes a little sense yeah. right UCLA and USC doesn't make a ton of sense, but maybe they add Oregon and, and Washington, right. and it starts making more sense. Right. But then I want to ask you, secondly, the news that came out yesterday from the College Football Commission. They are they are looking into expanding the college football playoff from four to 12 teams. Now, this four-team uh, rendition is still relatively new, so not quite your traditional BCS championship right. game. But when you look at going from four to 12, are you a fan of that move or not? You know, it's funny because it's all tied in together, right? So right. I would probably, if you asked me this question four or five years ago, I'd say, you know, it's just too much, too many games. It's yeah. not pro football. You're asking, a, it probably sounds weird coming from a kicker. But, uh, <laughs> I like your you're, opinion, you're not, you're not asking a lot out of kickers to kick extra extra games, but you're asking a lot out of linemen and linebackers, yeah. et cetera, to hit more. Uh, so I kind of feel about that. I, I would also be concerned about the school portion of, of being a college football athlete. Totally. But now, again, with the expansion, with the direction that is going, and, and it, it would give a, a team like ours a better odds of actually finally making it to the to the playoffs. So, I'm a fan. I'm a bigger fan of expansion, the playoff expansion, than maybe I am of the uh, conference expansion. What's the perfect name, image, likeness deal for Vitaly? <laughs>
What's Good perfect, question. What's the perfect NIL deal for it? Because obviously you didn't have the back 97, 2000. It's brand new during the evolution of college sports. What's like the number one thing when you were a college kid back here in Madison? What's the perfect thing? I can see you laughing already. What's the perfect NIL I, deal for I didn't for see you? that question being asked at all, but also millions of <laughs> I ideas. Are, I can see the mind yeah. steaming right now, Vitaly. A million ideas. But I would probably start with, uh, I would do like a Yamaha or Honda scooter oh, kind of deal. Oh, my head. Yes, I would do a Mopa deal. Love that answer. And then and we were actually joking with uh, some of the other guys that I was playing and kicking with. I, I, I can also see it going to, uh, you know, the right upright of the left of the southern end zone is named after, you know, John Hall or Taylor Melhaf or, or something <laughs> silly like that. So, you know, if, if it ever gets there, it would be kind of fun to explore maybe. <laughs> That's oh my gosh, answer. I love that. That was a great question. I was not expecting that too. either. A Yamaha scooter. <laughs> I think right. we could still yes. work on that. That's yeah, it. That's, yes. You still drive one of those? No, no, but it's, it's, you guys are going to laugh. I mean, you could think I'm a total dork, but occasionally I'll have a dream when I'm riding my scooter and, no I'm, and I'm waking up in cold sweat thinking, did I lock it? Is it going to get stolen? And I realize I'm 45 years old and you know, the scooters are behind me. So. Oh, my gosh. I love when you see, like, those guys on campus yes. that are just massive riding yeah. on these mopeds. It's insane. But I want to ask you, what are your expectations for this season of the Badgers? Like, are you expecting Graham Mertz to be better than last year? What What are you thinking is going to happen this year? Well, I think I think you nailed it right there in, in your question. I think this team is going to go as far as Graham is going to take them. And, you know, you hope to see the progression from year to year. And obviously, he's had some struggles in the first couple of years. But, uh, um, you know, he really does need to take it to the next level. And if he does, I feel like the team is, is going to turn that corner, proverbial corner, and, and contend for the West and the uh, ultimate, ultimately the Big Ten title. So mm -hmm. we need to get back to, uh, to Indy, and, and hopefully we need to get back to Pasadena. How many points do the Badgers win by tonight, Vitaly? Because I think it's going to be a lot. I think they're favored by 36 and a half. I mean, it's going to be a blowout, I'm pretty sure. That's what I thought. I'm not worried about getting a W. Um, you know, I just want a good showing. I, I, as I guess as a former player, you don't think about the spread and, 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 and you know, meeting it or beating it. I just want a good, clean team. I do expect... So, you know, I'm curious what the new offense is going to look like. Um, I do expect maybe a little bit more passing to kind of get Graham comfortable heading into okay. more challenging games, if you would. Um, so I expect, you know, I expect maybe 16 completions for about 220 yards, three touchdowns, and uh, a comfortable win in the end. Am, am, I, uh, am I insane for wanting him to throw the ball like 35 times tonight? I just want to see what he's made of against, you know, an FCS <laughs> opponent like Illinois State. I think they should just let him air it out. Give Braylon Allen the night off with Tally. Like, that's where I'm leaning. But I know it'll never happen, but I would love to see yeah, it. Yeah, it'll probably never happen. Uh, unless it <laughs> needs to happen. And if it needs to happen, we're in a whole other trouble if we have to air it out as much. But, you know, I, I'll stick to what I said. I think I think it's going to be a nice, clean game by him. Uh, you know, about 16 completions out of maybe 22 attempts or so. I do want to see some scores. I'm really excited to see the new receivers, actually. Me too. Marcus Me Allen. too. Marcus Allen and uh, Skylar Bell. I actually saw Skylar yesterday on the field. I was I was lucky enough to visit, guy, yeah. to visit with the team, and I and I hopefully he's not upset at me. But I said, "What's it like to be the second best player from the Bronx to play for the?" <laughs> 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 well, Love he still that. has to prove himself, and I'm sure he would, right? Yeah. So he took it like a champ. We laughed about it, 
Uh, he was gracious enough to, to give my kid a, uh, you know, uh, some props, and we took a picture, a picture with him. But yeah, I'm excited to see what the receivers are going to look like and uh, this new offense under Coach Ingram. We 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 always there's Derek Angler walking by our, our pal who you hear Mondays on the Great Dane Huddle here on ESPN Madison. Um, we, we always talk about our guys, right? Like we claim a guy prior to the season. Skylar Bell's my guy, Vitaly. So uh, I'm hoping for big things for yes. him as well. Well, we appreciate the time. We hope you have a blast. Happy to have you back in Madison. I'm sure uh, you'll see a big win today. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. Really appreciate it. Vitaly Pasetsky, former kicker, joining us here. Played under Alvy. Hold on real quick before we let you go. Yes. Alvy still doesn't know your name. Barry Alvarez, that's what you told me <laughs> off there, that he still doesn't know how to say your it's, name. So it's funny because he would always call, refer to me as Vi. That would happen nine out of ten times. And maybe if I ever got in trouble or he, he had to talk about me, he would say Vital. Uh, so, yeah, so I don't think he to this day realizes there's a Y at the end of my first name. Uh, but that's cool. Coach Coach can do no wrong in my in my book, and, and there's no one like him. So, so that's uh, how you knew that you were in trouble is when he called you Vital? Vi Instead Vi of saying Vi, you were like, oh, crap, yeah. he said Vital. Vi, we're good. Vital is I probably I probably missed a kick or or, 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 or did something wrong. But, oh, but again, that. this is long in the past. Coach and I have a great relationship, but I miss him dearly. Question's kind of bittersweet. I, I, I'm not sure if he's in town or not, but uh, it's I feel like – if he's not, it would be the first time in my life that I'm in Madison, he, and he may or may not be. He's got to be at the it's game. Gotta, it's the okay. first game with well, Barry, Barry Alvarez, Alvarez Field, field. officially so, uh, With uh, all okay. the part of it, running so. backs coming back, like you said before. Yeah, the 10, 10, 11, 12 teams are coming back. He coached in one of those Rose Bowls, so mm -hmm. I hope he's there. I did see those guys yesterday as well. So, yeah, and NFL hasn't here. started. Jake Ferguson doesn't have a game yet, there so I'm sure yeah, he'll yeah, be there. Yeah, grandson's not playing. A big thanks to Vitaly Pisetsky for joining us, and we will play some good call, bad call next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. World Health is your complete solution for fitness, health, and beauty. Carbon World Health is the country's first medically supervised spa and fitness facility. They combine fitness, health, and beauty with cutting-edge science and impeccable service unlike anything you've ever experienced. Redefine limitation in their state-of-the-art fitness facility. Visit CarbonWorldHealth.com for more information on the great folks over at Carbon World Health. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day rolling on live from Regent Street. The party continues. People feeling good. I see people roaming the streets just having the time of their life. As we get ready for kickoff, just a little over an hour away. The season opener between Wisconsin, number 18 uh, in the AP poll, and Illinois State in a non-conference battle. She's Molly Branham, Alex Strove with you. Hunter Vaughn running the show in the Park Bank ESPN Madison studios. Time now to play some good call, bad call. Well, it's deciding not to play on me. Oh, well, that will happen anyway. Okay, then we'll, we'll, I'll set it up for you, Hunter. I'm a professional. I can do this. What we're looking to do here is Hunter's going to throw, Hunter Vaughn is going to throw a statement at us in the world Ooh. of college football. Me and Molly, we're very judgmental people, and we get to put that to the test here in this segment as we will tell Hunter whether it is a good call or a bad call. Hunter, take it away. How's that for professionalism? Perfect. <laughs> we're going to start off rewinding the clock, going back to the best setup week in all of sports week zero 
Yeah. It's a great idea in a perfect way for football fans All right, to Hunter, get ready for college I'm going to cut you football. off right there. I'm going to cut you off right there. It's the worst call you've made in the history of your sports radio career. And that's saying something oh. because you've had a ton of them. Week zero is the – and I actually had something pop up uh, from one year ago today. I, I don't know. For whatever reason, I don't know how dates work. One year ago what? today was the season opener as well, September 3rd, right? Ooh. And I don't know how that works out because today's Saturday was a Saturday last year. Maybe don't it was know. a leap year. I don't know. It wasn't, I don't <laughs> think, because last year was 2021. But nonetheless, was it a leap year this year maybe? Maybe that's how Don't that ask works. me. I, I don't, don't understand how dates work. Anyway, nonetheless, one year ago today I went on a rant on this very program about how stupid the branding of is in college football. There's games happening. There's something happening. It's not a nothing, which is what zero implies. It's something. It should just be a big old week one. And I understand that uh, teams that played in week zero are playing in week one with a 1-0 record. How does that work if it's week one? Or 0-1 like call, all the other teams in the Big Ten just West. <laughs> call week zero week 1A and call this week 1B, right? Mm. Like week zero implies it's nothing. And that still really bothers me another year later. It's the worst call you've ever made, Hunter Molly. Do you know that week zero wouldn't suck so much if actual good games were played? Uh, well, I will say Nebraska Northwestern, as sloppy as it was, nah. it was a good game. Nah. Right? Like, it was sloppy. I agree. Yeah. Nah. It was sloppy. I Give me Ohio up. State Notre Dame in week zero. I agree. Then you got me. I agree. I agree. But it still shouldn't be branded as week zero. It's dumb. It annoys me. Week zero. It pisses the, me off. The name of week zero doesn't bother me as much as that they're not good matchups. If they were good matchups, I would be interested. I would be like, yes, college football's back. Yes, baby. Like, because that's the week without preseason football, right? Like, <laughs> We had a couple games of preseason before that, but that Saturday we didn't have anything. And I will say, I went on the ESPN app to try to find it. They don't even have week zero listed in the weeks of college football when you're trying to find games. Because it's dumb branding. Hunter, what's next? I can't. I don't want to talk about week zero. <laughs> I mean, any week where Nebraska loses is always a good week, though, so true, I think they at true. least get that. Um, both Bobby Ingram and Jim Leonard are going to be finalists for the Broyles Award. That's the award for the best assistant coach at the end of the year. Good Ooh. call, bad call. I'm going to say bad call strictly because he said the word both. Uh, Jim Leonard will be, and I'm very confident in that. I assume he has many years uh, because he is the best defensive coordinator, and he's probably the best non-head coach coach in all of college football. I think it's pretty fair in saying that. Uh, as for the offense, I don't think Bobby Ingram will be applauded as much as he should be this year. And what I mean by that is he's going to make tweaks that we don't recognize, right? This team's not going to all of a sudden convert from an 80% rush, 20% pass team to a 50-50 or a 60-pass-40 rush, right? Like, that's not going to happen. He won't get enough credit, even though he will make fundamental tweaks that maybe won't pop off the television screen or pop off the field for a lot of us. I don't think he'll get enough credit to know. I don't think he'll be a finalist. I do believe Jim Leonard will be. So I'll say it's a relatively good call, but I can't call it a good call all the way. Okay. Uh, I'll say it's a good call. I'm hedging you, right? That's yeah, what that's I'm fine. doing? Yeah, okay. I'll say it's a good call because I think Jim Leonard is fantastic, and I think he deserves more recognition than what he receives outside of the state of Wisconsin. But it is going to be interesting to see how Ingram does, and I think, like we said, again, that three-headed monster, that's going to be what gets him in that position, and I think they're going to excel at that. The only thing that could be detrimental to him being nominated for this award is Graham Mertz. So, again, all the things that I've said that interest me this season are all going to need to, let's see, go in line in order to make him get in that position. So I say that's a good call. I like it. I like it for the University of Wisconsin. I, I think it's a great call if it happens. I just don't know that it will. Hunter, what's next? 
finally in the total world of college football with the expansion to the 12 team playoffs this is the best thing to happen to college football since the forward pass <sighs> i'm so torn on this and so maybe we can get into this next the expansion of the college football playoff i'm so torn hunter um I'm going to say it's a bad call. Playoffs? We're talking about playoffs? Yeah, exactly, Jim Mora. Playoffs? Tell him, Jim. Yeah, look, I'm going to say it's a bad call, and here's why. I actually do believe the direction we're heading in college, likely two mega conferences in the Big Ten and, uh, of course, the SEC. I think that's probably the direction we're trending here in the next five years. I think that will be better for college football in the long run, even though you're eliminating some of those mid-majors in terms of competitive balance and some of the great games you'll see in a week zero or a week one or a week two. I think that will be better in the long run for college football than expanding the playoff. I kind of like the exclusivity of the college football playoff. Obviously, I don't love how mid-majors have been screwed out of the deal, right? I look back at UCF uh, when they were undefeated. They probably should have been the fourth seed. But nonetheless, I I think it's fun. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I just don't know that it's the best thing to happen to college football. Uh, but I do I do overall, I think, like it. I'm still struggling with where my opinion lies, so maybe we'll dive into that a little bit deeper next segment. But I'm going to say bad call. I'll say good call, again, to hedge you a little bit. Uh, I think it's exciting for these teams that haven't been able to be recognized. Like, if you're not an Alabama, you're not an Ohio State, you're not one of those top guys, I think as a Wisconsin fan, I love it because they've always been middle of the pack, almost there some years. Hopefully this. So I am excited for this. I'm just bummed that it's going to take so long. Like, the earliest I think it could be is 2024. The latest could be 2026. So it's I don't know how much time we invest and emotion that we invest into this new expansion, but I love it. I think that it's cool. Um, I don't like the idea of, like you said, it being Big Ten and SEC. That sucks. Uh, but I am excited to see how this will affect the Badgers specifically and all of these schools that are very similar to Wisconsin. I love it. That's all we got today for Good Call, Bad Call. We're working on having a little background music next week. Huh, Hunter? There we go. I love it. Yeah, uh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, Computers I don't either. hate me. Live radio is fantastic. He's Hunter Vaughn running the show, making a sound at least a little bit good here on 100.5 ESPN of Madison, 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee. As we roll on at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, we're live from Regent Street. She's Molly Brown. I'm Alex Strofe. i got to say, though, we've got a big TV screen here at our tailgate for the first time this year, Molly, to both of our rights. We're watching Georgia just absolutely slam or- Oregon, the number 11 team in the nation versus the number 3 yeah, team we, in the nation. we got to get a different game. The defending Ugh. champion leading 42-3. to It's Yikes. a complete blowout. That's what Wisconsin-Illinois State's going to look like later tonight and i'm not even fully confident it's going to be this big of a blowout as uh, we continue but that big tv screen we're watching on is provided by our from our friends at celebrations entertainment and they do events better than anyone planning any event can be stressful and time consuming the planning production and performance offered at celebrations entertainment is the best in the business award-winning djs photo booths mcs and a benefit auctioneer will be on your team to help create a lifetime of memories to have your guests say it was the best party ever, visit CelebrationsEntertainment.com. That's CelebrationsEntertainment.com for Celebrations Entertainment. Hour 2, ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day is next, live from Regent Street. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. 